Ed Robertson welcoming you to TV Confidential, radio talk show about television that will play part two of our conversation with Michael Bell in our second hour. Michael Bell, one of the most prolific voice actors in film and animation over the past 40 years. Michael Bell has also appeared in front of the camera on some of the most popular shows ever to air on network television. We'll talk about some of his on-screen roles and more in our second hour. We hope you'll stay tuned for that. Also coming up in our second hour, we'll say hello to Jared Hewitt. Jared Hewitt, the longtime voice of the Disney Channel and a voice you've heard on more than 2,000 commercials, including national spots for Coca-Cola and White Castle hamburgers that's coming up in our second hour as well coming up later on this hour we'll pay tribute to pioneering television writer producer and longtime gene rodberry collaborator dorothy fontana we hope you'll stay tuned for that in the meantime the holidays are right in front of us which means it is gift giving season and if you're not done with your shopping list or even if you are done with your shopping list and are looking to treat yourself to something special our friend anna wilding has a gift idea that we think you want to know about Anna Wilding, of course, award-winning actress, comedian, filmmaker, and iconic still photographer. Anna Wilding was also a White House correspondent during the Obama administration from 2015 through 2017, where she worked as a still photographer and on-air broadcaster and writer. Anna's prints of the Obama White House have hung in private collections throughout the country. They are now available as part of a limited edition coffee table book that we'll tell you more about in just a second. Anna Wilding, welcome back to our program. Hi, it's lovely to be back. How are you? I'm fine. I think this is a great idea. You're not only bringing the people's house to everybody's home, but uh, you're, you're bringing a little bit of fine art into everyone's home, aren't you? You know, there's so many people came to see the exhibit. You know, it was held at Pasadena, perfect exposure, then it was held at the stunning Palace Meadows Art Centre, which is a multi-million dollar complex on top of the hill, and then at the Leica Gallery and all over. And so many people have said to me, can we have a book? And so finally the opportunity presented itself. I ended up uh, collaborating with some very fine art printers in Germany and the United States. And now, uh, a week ago, I released the book, Stunning Photos from the Exhibit in Black and White and Colour. So I'm very, very excited about it, and it is the most exquisite gift. And so, yes, I'm bringing the people's house to the people in the form of a book. I think what is different about this book, as opposed to Pete Souza's, who was the official Obama photographer, mm -hmm. is that his is a sort of mass market book with, like, every photo he can put in there jammed in that the Obamas want him to take. Mine is not a censored book. It's literally photos I took of my own volition that I chose to take. And we have very, very different styles. And my book is handcrafted. It is literally handcrafted with a clear lucite cover. And it brings right, you right into the folds of the exhibition and the folds of the Obama's and So it really is as if you're in the art gallery uh, experiencing the photos right in front of you, only, yeah. only, only, only it's in book form. I call it a portable exhibit. The photos in the big collector's edition, of which only 375 copies are being published worldwide ever, these photographs are the same size in some instances that hung in the gallery, minus the frame. So you're really up close and personal with those photographs. And bear in mind, these photographs sold in the gallery for $2,000, $3,000 a piece. So 375 may seem a lot for a book, but what you're getting in that book is the most stunning and exquisite images 
and a very large format on the most highly, highly, highly archival quality print paper you can get. There is only one company in the world that prints like this, and that is the prints that are in this particular book. It's also got a plastic cover. It's got a vegan leather, leather bound. I mean, it's absolutely unique, and it's like a portable art exhibit in your own home without having to buy the frame. Anna Wilding is on the phone with us. Anna's acclaimed exhibit of photographs from the Obama White House, Celebrate Hope, is now available as a limited edition fine art coffee table book featuring select black and white and color images that promises to bring a little bit of modern-day Camelot into your own home. Celebrate Hope, the book, is available both as a small book, 8x8 size, and as a large book, 16x12 size, both books, as Anna mentioned, are hardcover, vegan leather bound, high quality archival paper, clear loose side covers. The large book, Collector's Edition, comes in a black luxury gift box with black satin ribbon. So if you're looking to buy it as a gift, you don't even have to wrap it. Anna wraps it for you. Both Celebrate Hope, the small book, and Celebrate Hope, the large book, available through Amazon.com. You can also order them directly through Anna Wilding herself at AnnaWilding.World, AnnaWilding.World. You anticipated one of my questions, and I always, I always like to ask this of authors or filmmakers, which you're also a filmmaker, because whether you're doing a book or whether you're doing a film, you always have a finite amount of space to tell the story, or in this case, to a finite number of images to choose from. How do you make that process? How do you know which ones to choose, which ones not to choose? How do, how do you narrow it down to the pages that we have in, in your books? It all comes down to the art of storytelling, and there is an art and there's a craft to it. And there's a lot of it that can't really be explained. There's techniques. Obviously, you have arts with storytelling no matter what medium you're telling the story in. So uh, people, when they saw the exhibit, some cried, some laughed. They were very moved about the exhibit. So translating that into the book form was, was really interesting because I have there are a couple of photos I added into the book form and there's a couple of photos I didn't put in the book form because when you're telling the story through the book, it's slightly different from telling the story in a live exhibit. So there's a couple of... Photos missing that were in the exhibit, but there's a couple more photos that are added to the book because the sense of the story that you get when you're flicking through the pages is different from when you're walking through the art gallery exhibit. So one of the things that was notable, when I did the exhibit, I chose not to put the time and date and place of the photographs. I wanted the photographs to stand on their own merits so that, that people could get a sense of the White House. When people came through the, to do the walkthrough with me, which hundreds did, by the way. Um, then I explained the story behind each of the, each of the photographs, when people, and people loved that. When I did the book, the small version is like names of the photographs. I don't say, well, this was President Obama or the Easter egg roll or anything like that. However, in the large book, I do have a very in-depth index at the back, which explains each photograph, in some cases, why I took the photograph, what's important about the photograph to me. So I tried to translate a small portion of what I say in my walkthroughs to the back of that big book.
We are the real Brady Bros. Brady Brothers from the TV show Brady Bunch. I'm Barry Williams. And I'm Christopher Knight. I played Greg. And uh, who were you again? I played Peter. We've decided that we're going to do a podcast around episodes of the Brady Bunch. We're going to use it as a prism to look back to our experience doing the show and why the Brady Bunch is still popular. Have a sunshine day. We are the real Brady Brady Bros. Celebrate Hope the Book by Anna Wilding. Celebrate Hope the Book, uh, now available as a limited edition fine art coffee table book featuring select black and white and color images that will bring the people's house into your very own home. Celebrate Hope is available as a small book, 8 by 8 size, and a large book, 16 by 12 size. Both the large book and the small book are in hardcover, vegan leather bound, high quality archival paper clear lucite covers uh, while the large book collector's edition comes in a black luxury gift box with a black satin ribbon both celebrate hope the small book and celebrate hope the large book available directly through anna herself annawilding.world what i think is very smart anna is from following you correctly you listened to what visitors of the exhibit reacted to and you tried to capture as many of the emotional reactions, responses to, to the live exhibit, you try to capture that into the book? Um, yes and no. I mean, the live exhibit as a whole was very emotional. Everyone reacted differently to some photographs. With the book, I'm looking at contrast and colors and the emotions of each photograph on each page when you turn it over. I already knew that the exhibit worked as a whole, and I already knew that the exhibit had impact as a whole on people and I knew my uh, photographs can be accessed emotionally by people so that is still in the book but I didn't sort of say well I'm putting this photo in because someone cried at that photo or something like that I think people had a visceral reaction to the entire exhibit as a whole as well as specific photographs of course but the idea of the book was always to include make it a book of the exhibit I have just added some photographs because they're more relevant to the book Uh, for posterity as well, and also for the contrast on each page as you turn over each page. That's more the reason behind it. I mean, basically the whole exhibit is in the book, minus one or two photographs, and they've been replaced with a couple more photographs. Okay. The whole thing is, when when you make a book, you want people's experience to be as good as it was when they were in the exhibit. Um, You want people to enjoy and laugh and cry or think or be provoked in some way. So this book does that. And I also wanted to mention that there is 10% discount of people sign up for the newsletter. So that's actually quite a big saving. Uh, the smallest book is 175 the big one's 375 So 10% discount off that is quite, is quite significant. You can order the large book or the small book directly through AnnaWilding.world, AnnaWilding.world. And as Anna just said, the entire exhibit is in the book, which, which means that one of my favorite photos of yours is in the book and that's the one where michelle first lady michelle disembarks from air force one and obama very genteely greets her that is one of my favorite as well there's a limited edition of five prints three people have bought that print so far it's one of my favorites as well the delicate way in which she holds her hand as she exits from the airport from marine one helicopter on the front lawn so that she's okay when she walks across the grass after seven years in the White House, after 20 or 30 years of marriage, 
is absolutely, it's just riveting and it's touching. And it's one of my favourite um, photographs as well, and I'm so happy to catch that moment. And it very definitely is in the book. In fact, really one of the, I think the only photograph that's not in the book is the one of Trudeau and Obama walking step and step in time with their backs as they walked through the Rose Garden. And that just didn't make it into the book. There were other photographs that were more compelling in the book uh, that highlighted some of the other photos. So that was really the only photograph that didn't make it into the book. I've included one or two of more musicians in the small book. And in the large book, I've got an additional photograph of Biden and Obama being cheeky with each other. <laughs> <laughs> Both Celebrate Hope, the small book, and Celebrate Hope, the large book, are available directly through Anna Wilding herself at AnnaWilding.World. You've been a photographer since you were eight. Are photographers born, are they made, or does it depend on the so, photographer? I took my first photo when I was eight, and I, was, I had my first studio by the time I was 19 or 20. I think there's a great adage for any artist. You have to have the eye to be a good photographer to start with. The same with a writer. At the end of the day, you can either write or you can't write. It's either in there. You can teach someone all the crafts and the techniques, but at the end of the day, I think there's an innate skill, just like a singer. You can teach a person to sing it, but if they can't quite sing to begin with, they're not going to be that great, incredible singer like Mariah Carey or Jennifer Lopez or whoever it is, Aretha Franklin, right? There has to be that genesis in there mm -hmm. to begin with. And then you can add all the technique and all the art and everything else, the technical stuff on top of that, that can all be layered. But I think with any art form, absolutely any art form, that genus has to be there in some way, as no matter what your talent is. Um, you know, and people can discover it late in life or early in life or whatever it is. But I think, you know, everyone has their skill and I think people are kind of born with that innate I would love to be able to sing. I would love to be Aretha Franklin, but the fact is I just can't sing. And you can try and take me to singing lessons. I can never do what that kind of singer is going to be able to do. I just can't. So why try, you know? <laughs> I mean, it's like, <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. it's just there. It's in someone, I think. I was married to a photographer for six years, and then yeah. I, I was in a long-term relationship with another photographer for several other years. Wow. And so... Even though I don't have the photographer's eye myself, you know, I have some understanding of the photographer's eye from my relationships with two photographers. So I, I, I admire people such as yourself who have that gift. When do you know when to take a picture? I just know. I just know the moment. <laughs> <laughs> This is what's really important is each photographer's perspective. So when I take a picture of my whole story and bring all my experience to bear, I'll, for example, with summers, capture the humanity of President Obama in that moment. Now, Pete Souza may just be wanting, or a news photographer may just be wanting to capture a story of the whole event. Mm -hmm. Like, here we are in the Oval Office, here's a picture of the whole event. Whereas I'm taking a picture that really drills down on what is going in and inside that person at that moment. So every photographer's perspective is unique. A landscape photographer, you could put three landscape photographers together and they may take a totally different picture of exactly the same tree. Getting informed 
that tree and what they want to convey of that tree. So it's a matter of capturing that moment that you want to uh, tell that story of that particular moment. And I had a very low shooting ratio because I didn't just take a thousand pictures because I knew what I wanted when I saw the scene. Do you know what I mean? I knew what was going on emotionally. So I might take five photographs, whereas a news photographer might take 2,000 of exactly the same shot because they're just snapping the scene. Right. And I'm snapping the emotion of the scene. Yeah, and, and, and again, it, it goes to the difference that uh, you alluded to a little while ago. You bring, you, Anna, bring, you know, your perspective, your background as an artist, as a filmmaker, so that makes you a little more selective in the photographs you take in whatever context you're taking photographs. Yeah, I'm very selective, and not only that, I'm a very aware of framing, and I have been... I have a photographer's eye. I've been very aware of framing all my life um, and how to frame pictures. I do very little cropping or anything else. I just know the frame I want right from the start. And Bertolucci, the cinematographer, knew that, the filmmaker, um, Henry Cardier Bredon. It's just, as I, I know what makes a good, a well framed picture. I know how to do the framing. Just exactly like a painter or an oil painter knows how to paint perspective or. Uh, a landscape and get that perspective right. And of course, lighting, you're painting with light at the end of the day. So I, I know how to work with the light to get the, uh, the story through that I want to get through. Celebrate Hope, the book is filled with well-framed pictures of the Obama White House, the People's House, uh, Celebrate Hope by Anna Wilding. Celebrate Hope is both available in a small book, 8 by 8 size, and a large book, 16 by 12 size, both the uh, small book and large book editions of Celebrate Hope are available through Amazon.com. You can also order them directly through Anna herself, AnnaWilding.World, AnnaWilding.World. What are you working on next, Anna? You know, I've just been asked to do an exhibit in Italy on women. And I I don't know if it's going to take place in Italy because there's a lot of cost to do an exhibit in Italy. Uh, but I have a show next year is the celebration of suffragettes, the centenary oh, of suffragettes. Okay, and, yeah. and I have a very beautiful show I'm working on. I've been slowly uh, photographing women through all of this the last few years since I picked up a camera again. And I noticed the common theme in all my photographs is that every single woman is speaking out or on a stage. And I have this concept I'm working on about women not being silent. And it shows the history from women from thousands of years ago all the way through to the present day. And it's about women uh, standing up in defiance of their culture and their background and not being silent. So at the moment, I'm actually looking for sponsors for that exhibit. It's kind of a, a big show. It's a very expensive idea because it's covering uh, generations and millennia. And... I am hoping that I can start to tour that exhibit next year. I'm also working on a film, a wine film, which I'm raising investment money for, and I've been asked to make the sequel to a film I made over this month. When I was up at the Toronto Film Festival, a company signed me to make a sequel of my film on for this month. So we're raising money for that now, too. It's a long process in film to get to make a film that you want to make. I know <laughs> I, 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 I know of what you speak. Uh, the Suffrages exhibit sounds very interesting and, and obviously very timely in 2020. So uh, we will keep good thoughts on that. We will keep good thoughts on uh, your fundraising efforts for, for your film work. When you get those off the ground and when you're ready to talk, talk about it, come back and visit us on TV Confidential. 
I will, and I hope to see you at the next exhibit, Ed. Thank you very much. All right. I hope you have a great Christmas and a happy holiday. And to you. Greg Airbar will join us for our DVD report next on TV Confidential. Story Salon is Los Angeles' longest-running storytelling venue. We have live shows every Wednesday in Studio City, as well as solo shows, podcasts, CDs, and several books. Los Angeles Daily News calls Story Salon gemstones of narrative, something new, funny, astonishing. Sunset Magazine says, tales tall, tragic, and tantalizing. All of this makes Story Salon one of the most eclectic entertainment experiences available. You can learn more about us by going to our Facebook page or by visiting our website at www.storysalon.com. Accredited by Guinness World Records, welcome to Archival Television Audio, Incorporated. A peerless TV soundtrack archive, preserving the audio from television's first three decades, the 1950s, 60s, and 70s, the golden and silver age of television. For more information, go to atvaudio.com. Ed Robertson, along with her friend Donna Allen Figueroa, who I understand has a new book out. Yes, it's entitled Fall Again Beginnings. It's the first part of a four-part contemporary romantic series a set against the background of working actors. Something that you know a, little, a thing or two well, about. Well, you write what you know, and I have been working in the business for several years. It is not necessarily autobiographical, but it's based on... Sure, many of the experiences that the actors in my book have, many have happened to me, many have happened to friends of mine. It's not if you're looking for... Valley of the Dolls, it's not, it's grounded in reality. It is grounded in reality, and it's the first in a series. Yes. Called the Fall Again series. Fall Again. Which is available as a paperback as well as an ebook and in Kindle at fallagainseries.com. One more, Adam. The Innovators Global Summit is a two day event coming up in San Francisco that will shed light on the work of physician innovators all over the world who are doing their part to affect change in. Healthcare. While physicians are considered the scientific leaders in healthcare, they aren't always recognized for their efforts pushing for change and improvement in healthcare. And yet, many physician innovators are doing some amazing things related to healthcare in different areas all around the world. The inaugural Innovation MD Global Summit 2020 will be held January 11th and January 12th at UCSF Mission Bay in San Francisco, very close to the waterfront. It will showcase the work of physician innovators, and hopefully inspire others to learn and ignite innovation in healthcare. To register for the Innovator Global Summit 2020, go to IGS2020.com, 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 IGS2020.com. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at tvconfidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. 
This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.